Ready? Good evening. It's January 3rd, Sunday night. I'm joined with Frank Karras, lead snow ranger up at the Mount Washington Avalanche Center. Frank, uh, just coming off the mountain today on your way back, wrapping up a, a lengthy holiday week. Give me the rundown, um, what you've been seeing and anything notable. Yeah, it was, um, <clears throat> I guess the most notable thing was the big lump of coal everyone got in their Christmas stocking. Um, you know, the Grinch basically tried to steal Christmas with four inches of rain as a diversion. Boy, the, it was a it was a brutal hit to the mountain. And we just watched the snowpack, which was already, you know, weak sauce at 40 centimeters or 50 centimeters or whatever it is. We lost um, we lost seven inches overnight um, to, to melt. Yeah. Um, not only that, it was just like that, deluge. that warm fog eating oh yeah I and mean, snow eating fog uh -huh. we had it all down here windy and yeah yeah complete reset yeah totally depressing which, um, which makes your on one end it's like your job kind of you know delayed even further um, well it's kind of good for for us personally or as an avalanche center we were able to catch up on a bunch of stuff we had new employees starting and could um just plug away at some of the behind the scenes stuff we always that's always, um, you know, getting back by more pressing, um, snowpack and avalanche issues normally, but we had plenty of time to deal with the website. We rolled out the new, um, pulled the trigger on the new website platform. So that's a look and feel has changed a little and some really good tools for us, um, on the, on the back end for, for, uh, maintaining our website, kind of a joint project with, I think there's almost 10 other avalanche centers now using this forecast platform so so that was good gave us a little time there but um yeah basically we we did training for rescues basically in the valley because there's just not much snow um it did turn around with um you know small amounts of snow after christmas which really add up i think it's easy to overlook those trace to two inches that you see in the forecast a lot mm -hmm. at the observatory you know those can be real producers Joseph used to call it, we're getting nickel nickel and dimed but those nickels and dimes really do add up um and that that helped us I, I, it brought us back to just a weak snowpack really is all it did little um um you know, it looks like late October or November, some years up there still. Um, even with the see back on, um, you know, earlier this week, we got uh, two centimeters and then eight and then four and then two and then one and then yesterday, 10 centimeters. So that four inches helped. And it did, that most recent storm did fall all the way to Pinkham Notch. So the Sherburn has coverage. You would want to bring your rock skis, you know, and possibly your knee braces. <laughs> We're not, uh, most of us are not risking it yet. There's been a number of avalanche courses and others out, you know, skiing it. And if you're just trying to get down from a early season ski and left gully or whatever, you know, I, I get it. Um, it might be, might be worthwhile, but it'll, you know, count on some, you know, slow skiing and there's sections where 
um, there's one section really where probably walking is is a good idea. Windy corner, you know, just under that cache. cache. Yeah. yeah, that's always bad. And we're we we just so you know if you see snowmobile tracks, don't hate on us. We are like, um, we're having to use that, but it it doesn't do much damage really at all to the to this um, trail. But we do dislodge some rocks once in a while, which we've been trying to pick them up and throw them off. Is that is that what we need to start encouraging? Is uh, pick a rock up and you should yeah move a rock. If you see a rock, good, good Samaritan, see a rock, move a rock. Many of them are, you know, gosh, there's, I threw a couple of softball size rocks that were poking out and, you know, the, um, there's a fair amount of impact to that trail with the bridge reconstruction that it just never, uh, there's a bunch of loose rocks that just are loose and get kicked up. And, uh, so got to look out for that. In addition to the usual, uh, you know, buried giant boulders that we're not going to move. So and the water bars but anyway it's a good a lot of people that are listening to this are listening to from all over the region have aren't sure what's happening up here with the weather mount washington more often than not can be uh, elevation dependent and so while most people are getting rain mount washington can be getting a lot of snow and then add in upslopes upslope snow we got sorry the shop cats up here making a lot of of noise yeah wants to be part of this yeah so I get it when people are very curious about the weather and, and want to come up here and, and ask about conditions. So the, the answer is, is that a lot of the backcountry had a full reset. We just got several inches of snow on top of nothing in most of the glades that was reset to zero. And then as well as the Sherby was close to zero. Yeah. But now we're getting a lot of trace events, which is going to help up high in the in the bowl and stuff like that. And some of those early season runs but in the big picture not much yeah i mean the sherburn i think it's important to remember the sherburn is it's really smooth and always kept clear of logs and and stumps so so it it actually is the go-to for early season skiing typically right i mean it's like a, a golf course and some to some degree um that being said there are still boulders and rocks that are poking out in the lower half particularly bad in the lower half right now so we're just not there yet and the glades don't appear to be they, they need some significant snowfall anything below three thousand feet is you know what is there three or four inches out there maybe a little more maybe a little more definitely in spots uh i haven't been up in a little bit i'm hoping to get out tomorrow just take a look for myself i'm going a little stir crazy finally enough snow to do some nordic skiing yeah which is the savior down here in Jackson. Yeah. But I'm in the same boat as everyone else, just being patient. And like the Avalanche Center, I'm just trying to get caught up as well down here in the shop. It's been a good opportunity to catch up on Avalanche training and awareness. There's been, uh, I know that you've shared a lot of the links to the past events that were recorded. We just had that workshop that Josh LeMay of Senate Mountain Guides hosted. He did three of them during the Saturday of the 26th and raise some money also for uh, the Avalanche Center. So thanks to everyone that participated in that. Thanks for Josh and the donations are going to uh, another good cause. We're working on um, yeah, funding uh, the the medical kits. That's the next thing. So it's really, it feels good to have something tangible when you donate towards something and know exactly where it goes. We just, um, at Ski the Whites, just open up an account with- um, Adventure like, Medical. Yeah, Adventure Medical. Yeah 
tender core to get a bunch of stuff and yeah. uh, you're going to get a lot more than you ordered because you got to order it by the case <laughs> makes it easier. So, but it's good. It's something we'll at the shop. If you come by ski, the whites, we'll have a bunch of different medical kits ready to go. And we'll have, uh, we added in some other, other things like the, the C splints and, um, yeah, so it's come, it's worth checking out. Just make sure that everyone has some of the essential safety items in their kit and yeah. add, top them off with a couple, couple extra things. It's worth it to have that stuff and, yeah, no, and no. not use it. Good, good time to have, always have some sort of basic first aid kit, be able to do CPR, be able to splint an injury and take care of the big bleeds. That's the main thing. Couple, you know, and then we call it the snivel kit. That's the little, the first aid kit that's got the band-aid yeah, and the, the blister <laughs> kit and like the stuff you could live if you didn't have it. That's the stuff the schema people probably leave behind. Right? No, like, <laughs> I, I, I always have a band-aid. There's some comfort in just that hangout, the dryness and the, right. everyone's hands right now are cracking and dry. Not bleeding all over the inside of your gloves is good. Yeah. But um, I do, do want to point out too the observations are, um, you know, coming in from ski, um, instructor uh, avalanche instructors the public um some of our newer snow rangers so so go look in there um to get a get an idea there's always photos included um we'll post about the sherburn we don't belabor it too much in the avalanche forecast but we do you know usually mention it um what state it's in um and then just the other thing too is to remember if you do like to just if you're trying to get some exercise you want to go to the summit the summer lionhead trail is still open and tell all your friends do not try to hike down the tuckerman ravine trail tell me more about that like the two people did today um, or they tried to and um you know people tensely watch them descend towards the head wall and then walk right across above where you know the waterfall hole is and they got into the that upper start zone of the lip, which um, has been the scene of a number of human-triggered avalanches in the past. This time of year, getting swept off of that is um, it's the serious deal. Like you get swept over cliffs and potentially over the open buck ice climb, and um, certainly fatal uh, accidents have occurred there. And um, these folks recognize their mistake and uh we're able to turn around and get out of there but yeah tux trail is no bueno for hiking anymore um through tuckerman ravine mm -hmm. so tell your friends um but other than that pretty quiet other than that it's been remarkably quiet for how busy it's been no no real accidents or incidents for report um early in the year i think uh you know we're yet to see the flood of skiers, but there is a steady trickle of people getting after it. And I think coming up and, and hiking up to ski on the Sherburn when, um, you know, there was just no snow even earlier this week. Um, I think, you know, people are just kind of desperate to get out and go skinning and get exercise. And, you know, it's, yeah, understandable, but be patient. Winter will come we're very close now we can just get a little bit more snow we're hoping for monday or tonight to pan out but it looks like a trace to an inch and then another little something on wednesday i believe and then it's gonna dry be dry again for a while but 
at least it's cold and at least we're not getting rain it'll stay well below freezing all this week so that's good news um right be patient go to your local local hill to get your your laps in i just think that there's it's it's understandable to want to go out and and just force the backcountry, but you can't whether yeah. it's whether it's right after a fresh storm and you want to get into avalanche train or if it's waiting for the snow to fill in it's definitely takes discipline to hold off and again if anyone wants to know some of the current conditions or is curious about some of the local ski runs just give give the shop a call i'm happy to tell you what i've heard or if i've seen anything out there but um again totally understandable totally i get it i want to be out there skiing as well but i, I watched a pair of skis come in the shop that were, couldn't have been more than a couple of days old and just hammered Ugh. the sidewall yeah you can rip your edge out that's the it's not just about core shots like you can rip your edge out and be kind of done without right and uh. so keeping jeremiah tuning and repairing skis pretty busy out back i mean this is like this is gold for him in these periods when people are like, all right, it looks like we need to oh, man. go through some more P-Tex and yeah. lots of epoxy. I'm willing to do that with my Nordic skis, but not my backcountry skis. Yeah. All right. Well, anything on the event side? Yeah, we've got a bunch of events on? now um, on the calendar. If you go to our website to the um, – let's see where is it news or yeah events there's an events tab our menus have changed a little bit so bear with me but we've got um one two three four five six we've got no five awareness talks we've got nikki champion come talking the 21st from the utah avalanche center um we have a number of different avalanche awareness presenters so there's they're actually different avalanche instructors so kind of cool to get a different like take on avalanches and avalanche uh you know kind of i don't want to say beginner but basically the, the basics of avalanches which i find always useful i'll hear i can hear that a number of times from the same from different people and it's great and then thursday february 11th um solving for z um uh, what's his name from Patagonia this Zahan mm-hmm. Billamoria yeah Zohan he's a you know a, a guide to professional skiers a pretty hardcore ski mountaineer and he made a movie and he will join us on the zoom talk for questions and stuff after um, showing the movie and then uh, later barriers to cognition and perception which will be fascinating guy who works for the found or uh, works on the foundation board and is a teacher and avalanche instructor blake keogh is um, gonna present his master's thesis which he wrote a few years ago um, on uh, essentially some of the human factors the things that lead us to make bad smart people to make bad decisions basically so yeah, it's a full calendar, so check that out, and hope to see people on those uh, some of those Zoom calls. Yeah, almost something every week, and we'll be adding, I'm sure you'll be adding some more stuff in as uh, things pop up. I know we want to do more of those Abbey kit workshops, and um, once free up some res- mental resources, get some more presenters, and I know I want to do something, I'm going to do something 
for backcountry, just a, another backcountry night presentation. Some of it just entertainment and others, some education. It's good to mix yeah. the two. So that, that will be coming up maybe on the 21st or 20, yeah, or 14th. I got to look at my calendar and then get it on your calendar. Yeah. But yeah, stay tuned. That. That's a good resource to keep up to date on everything. Anything else you want to plug? I mean, it's no news is good news in a way. Um, yeah, I'm not here to re- report some horrendous tale of woe that someone experienced up there. But um, I guess for folks, I think the main one of the takeaways here is that it's low tide for sure. Um, there's obstacles to hurt yourself with down low when you're skiing on the Sherburn. But uh, I think possibly even more importantly is, you know, our snowfields are growing and some of these pockets that you can trigger can be um, a really big problem. You know, there's terrain traps that exist that don't exist later in the season, right? Because there's benches that get smoothed out when we get lots of snow. And right now there's those benches exist as a place to accumulate that avalanche debris and bury you. Or there's boulders that are protruding. So if you're going up, you know, it's you need to go with a partner and do your beacon checks and travel wisely one at a time. Um, you know, when you're certainly when you're down skiing and just it's still still lively avalanche terrain. And, you know, we haven't started forecasting yet because the snow is so, um, you know, poorly distributed across the terrain, you know, meaning the snow fields and slopes just aren't really connected that even if we got like a, a 12 inch or 18 inch slab of snow from a new storm or wind loading event, like it's still low avalanche danger because they're pockets, right? They're just not big enough, but those, you know, a small avalanche can kill you in the terrain that we have. So, so don't think uh, as people sometimes do that because there's no forecast, there's no avalanche danger. That, Nothing can be further from the truth. Yeah, absolutely. Wise words, lots of hazards out there. So, of course, heads up as always. It's easy to get complacent when there's not as much snow as you're used to, but plenty of other things to uh, keep an eye out for. Well, again, appreciate you coming down. We did have, um, it was great. Got a couple emails last week, just some more weather resources, just fun stuff to play with and get, you know, if you're interested in the weather, Everything really comes through the National Weather Service, but then there's other ways to interpret it. So I saw a couple, a couple of good ones. Uh, so thanks, Philip, for pointing that out. I'll put those in the show notes just for people. You know, while you're, we're waiting for the next storm to come, it's fun to play with models. They're not super accurate in the long term, but short term, um, there's there's definitely beautiful ways to uh, to display the dat- the data. Yeah, that climate reanalyzer is is really very cool yeah jordan fields came by the shop and showed me the climate reanalyzer which is another good way to see how these pressure systems are are moving through um and i think uh yeah the other one was just the the one that philip showed me was the weather.gov for the gray main for the winter side of things and there's a lot of cool resources in that one as well yeah dig into the weather.gov that's uh it's not presented nearly as glossy or sexy as some of the other weather sites, but if you really poke around, they've got a lot of resources there. And um, sometimes it takes some tricky, you know, calculated Google searching to find it. Um, but yes, a lot of their products are pretty amazing. 
I got we're surrounded by tired animals from a busy day in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, Pike has snuggled right up to you. So we got that going. All right. Well thanks, Frank. We will chat um hopefully next week or, you know, things get busy again. But congrats yeah. for making it through holiday the holiday week yeah. and all the training that you guys are doing up there. Um and no incidents, knock on wood. It's it's a good track record. And hopefully, yeah, you can get out skiing soon because it's, uh, it's got to be tough to go up there all the time and not be able to make many turns. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. It's like, yeah, it's, I don't even, I'm just shaking my head right now. It's like we we changed the name of our group chat to Rain Rangers, Snow Rangers. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Well, hopefully it turns around. and. Uh, yeah, it'll come. All right. Well, thanks, Frank. We'll all talk, right, thank talk you. again soon.